Hi guys, I'm over here in Southern California and I've caught up with Rob Machado, the coolest cat in surfing. He's taking me to, into his shaping bay, seeing all the boards, talking his life story. We've got some gold there, so look out, it's coming soon. Hey guys, we're here in Southern California and it's another Otcast and I'm so lucky to have Mr. Rob Machado. Thank you, Rob. Pleasure. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. I have always wanted to interview you. I mean, I'm not, I've only been doing podcasts for a, oh, not even two years yet, but as soon as it came up, I'm like, I've got to get Rob Machado for so many reasons and thank you. <laughs> I'm excited for thank the you. reasons, man. What have you been up to? I believe you just came back from Europe. I did. I did. I was over there for a couple of weeks hanging out with my daughter. Yeah. And really just hunting waves mm. just, uh, and not necessarily like life-threatening waves yeah more uh, longboard waves and cruisy waves for my daughter having a good time yeah and eating good food and just a full vacation and she's surfing too now yeah all my kids surf they all do cool. yeah my uh, my 16 year old lives here with me yeah. and surfs and then my little three-year-old loves to just lay on the long on the front of the longboard yeah go for a ride yeah yeah because all my kids surf too so Keeps it fun, it, right? Doesn't it? Isn't it fun? Oh man! I think we were best. talking before, and I was like, and even my chick surfs, and like I used to be like back in the day. It's not cool for your chick to surf walking down right. hand in hand with your chick, but now I'm doing it. Now it's cool. It is cool now. It is cool now that we're getting on a little bit, maturing a little bit. I think you change your approach. You do. I noticed it when I was in uh, when I was in Europe with my daughter. Yeah. You know, she just rides a longboard, and we we're always just looking for longboard waves and. You kind of like go, well, I'm going to leave six-foot La Gravier and go <laughs> surf three-foot La Fetania or Saint-Jean-de-Luz or mm. something, you know? Something super mellow, but then you end up going out and having a good time. You do, hey? Yeah. Surf so many waves you wouldn't really surf. Yeah. And you're like, where's my longboard? Exactly. <laughs> I was riding a cruisy, like, little 7.6 and having a blast. Oh, that's cool. So we're here in your area, which was um, Cardiff by the Sea. Welcome. You've always lived here. Thank you. It's such a beautiful spot. I think I came down here once. I mean, you don't have to tell how tell everyone how beautiful it is <laughs> down here, but I'm amazed. You, you love it down here. I do, man. I've uh, lived here my whole life. Well, besides being born in Australia. Well, oh, that was oh, my next shoot, thing. Sorry. That was my next question. So many people, Rob, don't know that you were born in Australia. They don't. Uh, tell us. I know. Manly. Manly? Manly Hospital. Wow. My parents lived in Australia for 15 years. They did? Yeah, they just... They were traveling around the world. They met in Australia. They came back to California. It was like early 60s. And they were kind of like, just weren't digging how California was. And mm -hmm. they just came from Australia. And imagine the northern beaches in the early 60s. Beautiful. And they just went, we're going back. Yeah. And they went back and posted up. Um, and I was born there. My brother was born there. And I lived there until I was about four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Okay. And then they came back and discovered this little part of San Diego oh, okay. in the late 70s. And where where were they before, after you came back? They were in a different part of California before living in Australia? That was a long time ago though. Yeah. <laughs> um, my family originally uh, was from like Culver City, like kind of LA area. Okay. And it goes back to like my great-great-grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, 
he was one of the first settlers in the 1800s wow. in Los Angeles. He mm -hmm. had a ranch there that was like 14,000 acres. Wow. And, you know, basically from Mexico. This was before it was California. Yeah. Um, and, you know, his name was Jose Augustine Machado. Wow. And so he settled in Los Angeles and then he had 14 kids. Did he? And like, you can imagine how fast all the property gets split up. And, yeah. and he had to fight to keep his ranch because it was, um, you know, they came in to settle California yeah. and he had to fight like, no, this is mine, yeah. this is my ranch. So Robbie, how long did he fight? And is it now no more ranch, obviously, and it's LA, isn't it? It's, it's LA. Yeah. It's, um, how long did he I fight mean, he, to keep it? He fought for it for years, years and years, and years yeah. yeah. And, um, and, he, and he won and he ended up giving all the land to his kids and my grandfather, Oscar, mm -hmm. he sold off his last piece of property in Culver City. It was a drive-in movie theater. What was it? In the 90s he sold it, yeah. And it was a giant piece of land. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. drive-in movie theater. Just wow. <laughs> big, empty lot. And mm -hmm. now they, they put it, it's all houses now, but they put a street in. I put Machado. Machado. Oh, they street. did? Yeah. Oh, epic. It's right in the middle of Culver City. It, it actually, it's kind of funny because it, it's right off of Sepulveda. Mm -hmm. You've heard of Sepulveda yeah. Avenue, right? And Sepulveda is my grandmother's name, my great-great-grandmother's name. Okay. So it's... Right. Yeah. It's the streets <laughs> joining. They're still connected. That's epic. Yeah. That's cool. When you were a kid, uh, I heard you're into soccer and you're pretty I good. I was. What, how, what age did you stop playing soccer and become a... So far, I mean, you were surfing and soccer at the same time? They did overlap. They did overlap. Soccer was like the last sport that I held on to. Mm -hmm. I played baseball, mm -hmm. basketball, never got into football. I was too small. But soccer was like the one thing. I was on a travel team. We were, I mean, it was full on. We were competitive mm -hmm. tournaments, the whole thing. And then when I started surfing, soccer kind of got downgraded more and more and more. Surfing kind of took over my time. And there was this defining moment when I was playing on just like kind of a recreational team and I had soccer practice this day and I knew the waves were good. And I got home from school and I was like, I'm going surfing. You did? And I started running down to the beach and my soccer coach drove by. Oh, did he? <laughs> and I just looked him in the eye and I just kept running. And that was it? <laughs> and that was it. That was, I, it. that was the end of my soccer career, you know. <laughs> I was done. So uh, it was... Uh, I love soccer. I still like it, man. It's it's a fun fun game to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The World Cup's on right now too. Is it? Maybe I should pay well, more attention. You should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, I think all the quali the qualifying matches oh, are coming right. up for the, the the US didn't qualify. They didn't. No. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Australia aren't a lot better. Yeah. We're still trying to qualify. We've yeah. got. I think we played Honduras and we got a nil all draw, but we got yeah. one more chance to get in. Yeah, we're not. US, <laughs> US has been struggling lately. Yeah. We got to pull it together. What age, Rob, did you start surfing? I started, I would have been nine. Nine? Yeah. yeah. So I think around little... like eight or nine. Okay. I was, uh, I was going to the beach. It was more like body surfing, boogie boarding. And I think when I really stood up on a, on a surfboard was I was about nine or ten. Okay. And when I was ten, that was when I actually got my first surfboard. Yeah. For my birthday. Yeah. I remember that pretty clear. Single fin, wing. Wow. Like, uh, yeah. That's wing winged cool. pintail. Beautiful. Yeah. And my first ball was a single fin too. Yeah, not too many kids can no, probably say that. No, nowadays. they can't. No. You know, that, just, <laughs> that dates us. That does. And um, so your parents really supported you as, um, you know, when you wanted to actually compete. I mean, what age did you 
say, okay, I want to compete, I think I'm good enough? It happened pretty quick. You know, uh, I started you, surfing. Yeah. In the, the NSSAs? And yeah, we had, we had all kinds of little comps going on around here. We had the, the NSSA, the WSA, the CSA, the YMCA. I mean, if you wanted to, you could have, there's a contest every, every weekend. weekend. Yeah. And I was doing them every weekend mm. when I got into it. Like, it was intense. Um, but I remember by the time I was, I was 11 and a half, probably. I'd only been surfing for a year and mm -hmm. a half, probably. And I went, did my first contest, and I got second, got a trophy. There was only three kids in it. You know? <laughs> I beat one guy. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, then it was just on, right? You're like, you got your first trophy. It was, it was addicting. And then I just started surfing contests every weekend, and mm. all my friends were doing it. And mm. my parents just backed me full on. They were, they were like, cool, where's the next one? Let's go. My dad actually figured it out pretty quick. He was like, okay, so I got to drive to Huntington, and I got to sit on the beach all day in the sun. He's like, hmm. So he went straight and bought an old motorhome. He did? Oh, yeah. so you just lived out of that? Yeah, and he, so he'd drive the thing up there on like the Friday night, yeah, and he'd back the thing into the parking lot, perfect. and he had a little TV, he'd crank up the antenna, and he'd, on the weekends, there's always sports on. Perfect. Yeah, tell me, let me know when your heat is. <laughs> you know? and, and all you'd see all the other families out in the sun and the wind and just getting beat down, and he's in his little motorhome just kicking back. That's such a good way to do it. Right. Such a good way to do it. And so what age, obviously Rob Matata's from... Uh, Southern California, and then we've got Kelly Slater, and similar age. What? Um, when did you compete against him for the first time? First time, it was in 1986 at the U.S. Championships at Sebastian Inlet. Wow! So you went over his way. I was in his turf, yeah. Mm. And uh, there is a photo somewhere; it exists. Yeah. Um, I will find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, so we were in different divisions. I was in the Manahuni divisions okay. and he was in the boys because okay. he's a little older than me. He's okay. like a year and a half older. Yeah. And um, we both won our divisions and what they used to do is they had a super heat. Ah. They take the winners of every division. So yeah. it was me, Kelly, Todd Holland, Bill Johnson. It went up the list, like juniors, men's, all the way up to the grandmasters. And they would throw you all in a heat. So it was all of us in a heat together. And I remember we're getting ready to paddle out and my dad goes, come on, let's go. You want to go take a photo with Kelly? No, 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 no. Like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, Kelly. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know? And so here's this photo of us down on the beach. I have my Tom Carroll airbrush. And Kelly has his, like, orange, I think it was sun deck at the time, right? And our jerseys are crossed up, wrapped around our heads, you know, like the whole deal. And we're standing on the beach. It's a pretty funny photo. All the time. Yeah. He, he won. He won. Yeah. <laughs> he, won but, um, he won a lot. He won a lot. <laughs> Let's fast track it to... The year you qualified, and um, was Kelly already on tour then? He was, yeah. He was. He would have had a year maybe before. Yeah. He did. Uh, he did. He fast-tracked it, I think. Um, he saw the writing on the wall when they, did the f when they first made the top 44. Yeah. Right? He did the tour that last year, and I think he qualified on, like, the 44th spot. Mm. Just. Right? And he was still in high school. And then when they did the cut, so he was in the next year. Mm. And that was the first year he won the world title. It was straight was, into it. Eh? It was yeah, either yeah. 91 or 92, I think. So I didn't come on You came on tour in 93. 93, yeah. I think, yeah. So. You had 10 years on tour. Yeah. yeah. 10 good years. I mean, I can remember, like, I was off tour. I was having a break when you yeah. got on tour. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't come back to 1996. But, I mean, I was always watching what was happening. And you, you were always in the top 10, pretty much the top five the whole time. 
You won 12, 12 events right. in total. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, was it, it was fun. It was fun. Dude, I, I mean, the tour is insane. And, and, you know, when you're groomed your whole life, as you would know, it's like you start competing when you're a kid and then it goes into a next level, into the next level. Until you just keep chipping away. You're mm. like, wow, I'm doing this. Mm. I'm, I'm succeeding. And next thing you know, you find yourself at like that top tier. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm here. I'm like standing on the beach next to you and like Tommy Carroll's over there and you know, there's Barton and, and Duma and mm. all the boys. And it was just like, wow, these are the, like I, their posters are on my yeah. wall. This yeah, is, yeah. I feel kind of weird. But you just, you put your head down and you go out and you compete. Yeah. And you go, you go hard. And you were going, you had a few world title runs. I mean, I'm trying to think of when we first met, and I think it was in 1995. Because it was. I, um, I competed, in, I got through the trials at Pipe, and I got into the main event. And you were, you know, you were very good at Pipeline. And I think we, you made the semi. You were against yeah. Kelly. I think I was in the other uh, semi. Yeah. Against Shane, maybe? I, I don't know. You don't quote me on that. But, um... But that's when I first met you, and uh, that we had that. That's one of the most classic heats ever. Yeah. 1995, you and Kelly in the semi, and right. everyone knows the high five. Yeah. And um, you know, we all know about it, but we're going to have to talk about it. Like, was it that crucial that um, that you gave the high five, and then he got priority? No. No, that wasn't that crucial. Because yeah. you, you take us through it. People tell that story all I the know. time. I hear. I want to hear your and, side and because. I, like, the heat was over by that point. He'd, he'd already won the heat. Yeah, yeah, like he had two tens and, a, yeah. <laughs> and like a nine five. And oh, it was best three back then. Yeah, it was best yeah, three. So it was, it was Dunsies. And I had a ten and like a nine and mm. then a, like an eight seven five. Like I, it was. It was almost combo. It was an awesome heat. Yeah, I was. But I needed like a nine nine or something, yeah. right? And like he got the first wave of the set, I got the second wave of the set, and it was just like, I at that point I'd let go. Yeah. Um, in my mind, I'd succeeded already. Yeah. Right. Like you, you have to you have to step back like a year before mm. in '94 when mm. I surfed in the Pipe Masters. Mm. It was like second reef pipe, and mm. like here's I was this little skinny kid from California, and I went out there and just cartwheeled down the face on <laughs> a couple bombs, and I didn't even know what I was doing, mm. and I was scared shitless. Mm -hmm. And then like in one year. I came into that event, Sonny was actually in the lead and all the pressure was on Sonny because mm. all he had to do was make through a couple of heats and he was the world champ and it was going to be that. Well, Sonny lost. I think you beat him actually. <laughs> <laughs> was that the same year? The that was the same year. That was the same year, yeah. yeah. And um, so then all the pressure kind of shifted mm. and, and everyone, no one really expected me to do well because I'd never done well at Pipe. Mm. And so, and the waves were pumping that year. It they was were. like two really good west swells. It was all lefts. There was some rights, but, and I went out and I just kept making it through heats. I had my whole family there, my mom and dad and my brother and everyone was just there. I had a good support crew and I had a really good board and I just kept. And you ended away. up winning. I chipped, chipping away through heats. No, that was, and then I ended up against, oh, oh. This is 95. Yeah. This is 95, yeah. 94, yeah. I, I cartwheeled. And, oh, that was yeah. 94, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I fast forward to 95. Not, yeah, 95. 95, you, you beat Sonny, and yep. then I so go on was, to yeah. the semi. So I get to the semi with Kelly. And, and the, the race is on. And it's on. Yeah. Like, basically, if I won that heat, I win the world title. Yep. And if Kelly wins the heat, he still has to win the final. Oh, and yeah, against me. And, yeah. I, and I, I broke my board in the final. Yeah. 
That's my excuse anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I was cheering <laughs> for you. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sure you were. I had my arc flag oh, on sure the you beach. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was crucial. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy that day because the waves were kind of good, but then in your semi against Kelly, it just went, oh. it, it turned on like Hawaii does, you know. Like, like Hawaii does, right? Yeah, yeah. It was super strange, like, like the sun came out and the wind shifted a couple straight degrees offshore. and it just went straight offshore and it just started pumping. It did. And we were just trading off just peak after peak. I mean, it's such an amazing wave when you're sitting out the back and those things are just really cornering and TPing mm. up and, and you have your lineups and you're, it's almost nerve wracking. You're like, am I in the right spot? And I mean, it's just, it was crazy. It was, was so crazy. cool. It was so, so much fun. So, I mean, the high five to me was irrelevant. Yeah. It was all just kind of, I was People just were like, what's going on? I remember, yeah. I was so ago. mesmerized, right? Yeah. I remember catching that wave, actually. I looked at it this morning Did on you? the way here, yeah. And I was like, wow. It was a beautiful barrel. Yeah, it was the most perfect wave, right? I don't think I'd ever caught a it wave like that perfect. at Pipe. I took off, I paddled in the wave. It was the most easy, like, you roll into, in. Yeah. And I just stood in the, in the barrel. It's not like I even got super barreled. Yeah, no, I just kind of stood there, and the wave was just, like, mesmerizing, glassy. Yeah. And I came out of the barrel. I was so relaxed. <laughs> and I saw Kelly had his arms up, he and did. I was just like, oh, I went to try and do a cutback and almost fell. Yeah, no, right? I, I kind of like, well, wobbled and almost ran him over. <laughs> and then we like did a little high five, and yeah, priority yeah. at priority at that point, I didn't care. Yeah, priority, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you needed a nine point nine nine. Yeah, I was like, cool. It was only a couple minutes left. Yeah, it was at the end of the heat. It was right at the end, and it was all good. Like at that stage, I'd done everything, like for me, I'd done everything possible. Yeah. Right, like, and yeah. I was up against the best surfer in the world, mm -hmm. and like, but for me, I proved I proved myself that I could surf pipe and I could compete out there and and hold my hold my ground. Hold your own. Yeah. And as you did, I mean, pipeline was special for you because you came back in uh, 2001 and actually won pipeline. I did. You did. Yeah. And what a feat to yeah. to do. And. The waves were pumping that year too, right? That way, they, yeah. It was amazing, wasn't it? It that, was a pure big west swell. That and straight offshore all day. Oh, that last day was the last unbelievable. Day was, I mean, we actually woke up and I was like, it's too big. Yeah, right. Everyone was sitting out on the second reef. Mm -hmm. It was washing through a lot, but they were like, swell's on the decline. It's just going to clean up. And I remember I watched, I think I had, I had an early heat. I can't remember. Maybe I didn't have an early heat, but I remember watching just, I was, it was, it was kind of scary. It was one yeah. of those days where it was scary. It was like, yeah. there was a lot of swell. Like it was just mm. charging, roll, rolling through. Like mm -hmm. you had to like cat and mouse it yeah. and kind of like dodge the roll, the wash throughs and get in there. And, but then literally by my first heat was against Pedersen Rosa. Oh wow. And I, and I scraped through barely Whoa. made it like <laughs> he got an eight on a wave which was like unheard of and in the conditions yeah. the morning and i scraped a few scores together and i and ended up beating him and then by the time i surfed my next heat it had just dropped down. like a little bit and that it was no more washers and it was like 10 foot and just straight offshore and it's crazy <laughs> crazy i think my next heat was against sandy I was against Andy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. He had just beat, I think he beat Kelly. Yeah. And then I came up against Andy, and he was just insane. I watched him. That was a big win. It was a crazy. I, that, that was like the most memorable heat 
of that event because I hear Andy just in his full charging just coming up like he was a maniac yeah, I watched him yeah. side slip down the face <laughs> like into the no hand stand in this tube and I was just like oh my god I don't even want to look like, <laughs> if he comes out of that and I got lucky he got clipped on a couple okay. and I ended up getting a couple beautiful waves and and I and I got him in the end and then I surfed against Renan Roca in the semi-final and then I surfed against Mick Lowe in the final oh you did yeah yeah, I remember. It was amazing. And the waves. Mick got a wave in the semis yeah. against, against Shane. Yeah. And he got a 10. Yeah. He just like tippy-toed on this like 10, 12-footer, yeah. barely got his fins in and just pulled in and just got spat out. It was Mick. That was Mick. Yeah. He was epic. But yeah, that, that contest, that whole event for me was like competitive highlight. Must have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, that was where it all like... What was the trophy like? It's, um, it was a beautiful piece of art by okay. Phil Roberts, uh -huh. where it's the, the, I think they still use the same one. It's like the way oh, yeah. with, with yeah. Jerry. Jerry doing a solo arch bomb yeah. turn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's the only trophy I have in my house. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to talk about your whole career and your free surf inside, but before that, Rob, I just want to talk about the year that you fell off tour. And it yeah. was pretty crazy because it, we were going, everyone was going for an injury wildcard and um, I know it changed, but I'll just explain to my listeners that we used to have to, it was like a, a court, like a right. Dutch duty or something, and you had right. to come and state your case in front of the top 44. And it was intimidating for the least, I mean, for the most part, because it just, you know, I thought it was a weird thing to do. And, you know, some people would be so emotional crying over it. And like, I think Shane had dinner with Shane Dorian last night. He, he had to do it one year yeah. and, and you had to do it that year. Yeah. Um, but it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you didn't turn up to the meeting right. and you tried to send a letter and it letter, was yeah. not good enough by <laughs> yeah. the crew. Right. You've like, got to make a bit more effort than that. Yeah. So you didn't get the wild card and then you're yeah. off tour. And it was crazy. Like, I mean, what were your feelings on that? Was it you not you weren't going to get on that plane and state your case or well, you what should I or my daughter was just been born. Wow. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was a week before. Wow. My daughter was seven days old, first first child. Wow. And I was just like, uh, you know, I mean, it's just an intense time oh, yeah. of life, and you're just your 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 sole focus becomes towards this little human that mm -hmm. you brought into the world, and and I was just kind of. I, I, I'd been talking to whoever it was who was in, involved in the meeting, and they just said, well, yeah, just write a letter that kind of states your case. 2001 was a crazy year. There was a um, lot of injury wildcards that year. There was a I lot mean, of, sorry, a lot of applicants. Yeah, and it was a short year. It was the cutoff year. It was the year that... Um, it was 9-11. 9-11 happened, and all of Europe got canceled, and it was just a... It was hectic. So I ended up breaking my hand that year, and I had complications with pregnancy, that wow. was missed an event because of that, and I ended up missing a lot of events. And like, there was only there five was only anyway. Five. Yeah. So I missed three, I yeah. think. And I had a reason to miss everyone, and I kind of just stated yeah. it all in the letter. And um, I guess I wasn't at the meeting. I don't, you know, I don't know how it went down. But like you said, it's kind of you go in front of I was there, the, the <laughs> I mean, forty-four, and people have questions. You know, like yeah. well. What, what do you mean? Like, and what were you rated? Well, why didn't you do the QS? Or why yeah. is this or that? And, you, and if you're not there to yeah. defend yourself, mm. really, it's like you're getting put on trial, mm. right? And I wasn't there, and no one was there to really defend me. And mm. 
and the injury wild card went to someone else. And that was the year actually Kelly Ke came, but Kelly came got, back. Kelly came back and he was always going to get, he wasn't injured, but yeah. he'd already won a few world titles. And obviously yeah. they're going, well, Kelly's getting one. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to have Kelly Slater on tour. Yeah. He which is, keep, yeah. yeah, which is to me is a no brainer too, but yeah. you know, so there was only one spot. There was, there was one, one less, spot. one less spot. Yeah. Yep. And so it was, um, look, dude, I came to Hawaii about a week later. Oh, you did? And um, no one had let me know really what was going on. You know, there wasn't uh, a lot of communication. And I remember, I can't remember who told me. I was like walking down Keiki or something. Mm. And and uh, somebody mentioned it to me like, oh, that's heavy. So I got the wild card. And I was just kind of like, like I had the, this like, got feeling in my stomach, yeah. you know, like that everything had just been taken away from me. And I was with my dad. My dad came with me. And um, so I finally got all the information. And yeah, it turned out I didn't get the wild card. And like, now you're like, what do I do now? Yeah, what do I do? Like, my life just totally changed. In one like that? Like, this, that fast, I have, I don't have a tour to go on. I don't have a contest that I have to be at. And you're I, in beautiful Hawaii thinking. And I'm just like, this is weird. I've, I've like worked my whole life. Cause the last, my last full year was 2000, and that was when I won the Pipe Masters, and I finished third. And so I like went into 2001 just like, yeah. all right, yeah, I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I'm like, feel as good as I've ever felt. And then and 2001 then was just a total flip. chaotic flip, turmoil. 9-11, babies, injuries. And then, so then fast forward to the end of 2001, and I'm off tour. And I'm just like, I just remember just questioning everything. And my dad, I remember. How's, he, how's your dad? My dad said to me, "He's like, hey, look, I know it feels like you just got kicked in the in the in the teeth, you yeah. know, but he's like, something good will come out of this." Mm. And I just remember thinking, "Like you're full of shit." Yeah, right. <laughs> What's going to Something good come out of this? This absolutely sucks. Oh, like goodness. I just lost, like lost my job. Yeah. And you know what's even crazier was I was sponsored by Gotcha at the time, and they yeah. filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. So just to add, just, just to, to add pile to it, it on, like bring in the wheelbarrow and just dump it on, right? Oh, shit. So it's like, here I have a brand new baby. I just lost my sponsor. I lost my job. Like, and I'm just like going, what am I going to do? Any, and any, any normal person would go into a severe depression. <laughs> Maybe just I did. Don't stand near that cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember uh, thinking, like, I felt like I had actually been a little bit betrayed yeah like by like my fellow competitors yeah. i felt like no no you guys didn't didn't back me you didn't get my story like i was really hurt and like i really had issues that like legit i'm not making shit up yeah and i just felt like yeah i felt a little bit bummed you would have i felt Did that I, that well, so it put a bad taste in your mouth yeah is that the reason why you didn't go and requalify the next year you were over yeah, it I yeah was you over, over it, it. yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm not the, why, I, don't, I shouldn't have to requalify. I was number I was, three in the world. I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. It yeah. didn't make any sense to me. I was just like, I got to go do the QS for a whole year? Like, no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm not in that headspace. Yeah. And I was just, I was, uh, I was angry. I was, there was bitter, bitterness and yeah. anger, whatever you want to call it. I was just, just kind of over it. And you know what? And I started looking for a new sponsor. Mm -hmm. And I had two offers on the table. And one of the offers was... I think it was from OP at the time, and mm -hmm. they, it was all incentive-based. It was like, go on tour and win this contest, and you can make this much money. And then my other offer was Bob Hurley. And Bob just said, 
hey, you know what? We'll just pay you. you just go, go surfing. surfing. Free surfing. Just go surfing. You were already I, oh, you were already working with Tyler Steele at the time. Yeah, and I was kind of like, wait, do I have to go on tour? They're like, no. We just want you to wake up every day and go surfing. How cool is that? And I was like looking at these two Are offers. Are you serious? And there's, of course, <laughs> look at like, yeah. there's part of me that still was like competitive yeah. and wanted to be like, get back into the mix. But then there was part of me that was like, that just sounds great. Mm. Like where my head space is right now, I'm going to, I'm going to go hang out with Bob. It's a no-brainer, really. I'm still hanging out with Bob. <laughs> You're still hanging out with Bob. <laughs> I mean, Rob, it's, it's uh, such a good story, really, because, you know, like, there wasn't a big, you know, uh, free surfer, you know, that could... There wasn't really jobs going around then yeah. for free surfers. It was like, there were free surfers, but they weren't getting paid. You were. Yeah, well, <laughs> I kind of was. I mean, yeah, you're right. Because when I took my hiatus from tour, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Totally. After I put on a bunch of weight and then, but anyway, let's not go there. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, but when I got fit again, when I got off tour, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I was probably one of the kind yeah. of first ones, really. Mm-hmm. And now there's a bunch of them. I mean, yeah. there's you, Craig Anderson. I mean, just to name a yeah. couple um, yeah. that are getting paid really well yeah. to, um, to free surf. And I mean... All the movies that you've done with Taylor Steele, that, you know, and you just kept doing that. I mean, I counted, I know you started with him since you were really young. I think I counted you'd done 20 movies with Taylor Steele. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And you that's... really put free surfing on the map, and that's the coolest thing. And, you know, you're such a good competitor, when I, but when I try and look at it from an outside point of view, I, I think it was just perfect for you for that yeah. kind of to happen. It was, a, it was yeah. a blessing in disguise, really. I mean, you could still be on tour right now. It was, <laughs> and and I look back to what my dad said, yeah, and I was like, wow, How did he, he, know? Was, he was right. Yeah, he was right. Gosh, man. But he probably didn't know what he was saying either. No, he was he's just like, wanted to make you feel better. Yeah, he was just trying to give <laughs> so me a little I think love. Something going to come out of it. Yeah, don't worry. It's going to be all right. But yeah, the whole Taylor thing was just, Taylor literally, literally grew up like a mile, yeah, mile right. down the road. Yeah. So Taylor just lives right here, so you guys. He lives right down yeah. the street, and we ended up, we surfed the same beach, and from day one he showed up on the beach like with this janky little video camera like a lens half hanging off and and he started videoing it was weird and and it's like dude who didn't want to see themselves surf yeah no you never you never got to see yourself Mm. and taylor would film and we'd film each other you know it was like and then i dragged him on his first trip to puerto escondido and he filmed and it was like Kelly, Shane, Ross, Brock, Chesser, Vinny Dealip. I mean, it was like this crazy list of people were going on this trip. And I said, dude, you should come. And And to film? To film. And that was the start of it? And that was the start. Wow. And that that trip, he he got introduced to all those guys. Mm. And it was like, hey, Taylor's going to stand on the beach and film. Everyone was like, what? Sick. (laughs) Nobody did that. No. And from then on, it was just like, dude, come on this trip. Go on this trip. Wow. And it was just 20 movies or however many movies later. Yeah, 20. Right? Yeah, 20 at least. I counted them. Yeah, um, yeah you must have a favorite. And like, I, and if, if it wasn't this one um, <laughs> that I want to talk about, because yeah. the drifter, you went to Sumba, to yeah. Oki's Left. I did. Do they still call it Oki's Left when they're there? I did. You did? <laughs> of course I did. Niwatu is the name. But, yeah. um, you know, some amazing footage. And I've watched that movie. It was all time. But it mightn't have been your favorite. Probably is one stick out or... I know. Yeah, the uh, loose change was oh, okay. was a good good mm. time. Loose change was super fun making it. 
Yeah. Because uh, where are you got, guys again? I got to be. Uh, oh, you guys. I got to be up. the slacker. Yeah. With the, that's why I have long hair now. Still, <laughs> you know, because I grew into that role. Yeah. <laughs> I got to ride around on my beach cruiser. I was looking for a job. Yeah. It was all shot right here. And yeah, and it's so funny. All you guys played roles, didn't you? Yeah, and uh, like Ross worked at Seven yeah. Eleven. Shane worked at the bar, <laughs> and we had just the funniest little scenarios and scenes. And it was all shot with like real movie equipment. We had like yeah. it wasn't just. We yeah. had like real crews in there and sound guys and, mm. and we were all nervous. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, epic. And uh, your most recent project was Proximity. Yeah. You, you went with Craig Anderson. I did. And where'd yeah. you go? With Taylor. We ended up with uh, South America. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say where it was. No, you don't have to. Yeah. It was down there. There's a lot of lefts. Mm. Um, water's a little chilly. Mm. I'm cold, I mean. <laughs> cold. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, super cool trip. Taylor hadn't made a surf movie in years. Oh, really? Yeah. And he decided like, oh, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to, I'm going to make another movie. And, and it was kind of an interesting concept taking guys of, from different generations, but with similarities like Craig and I, both goofy foots, long hair, like to get tubes and, mm. and style it out, I guess. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and like, let's go surf some left points. Mm and uh, see what happens and talk story and see like see how we approach things from different perspectives have you served kelly's wave book yeah you french sorry yeah. you have yeah it's so good kelly's mm. kelly's wave is pretty fun though it looks so sick yeah it's the uh, left you went left on kelly's yeah oh yeah, yeah. the oh, yeah. left looks it's, epic it is exactly insane. the same as the right yeah yeah it basically just mimics it, it goes just goes down, back goes down one way and it comes back, comes back the, the other way, way. Yeah. so cool so I, I was just up there two weeks ago and caught like caught a few waves and so much fun so you oh just, yeah, just it, a couple weeks ago it just makes you giggle and laugh and like a little kid like a little you, know? dream. you just you can't believe it you're out in the middle of this like agriculture land yeah. of inland yeah. california and and there's just this little oasis there's this little swimming pool and all of a sudden this wave pops up and just starts mm. barreling wow it's a trip and boards let's go on to boards now what what kind of board did you surf in there an epoxy I did. You did? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I mainly, I just ride all epoxies now. Oh, th these yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, because you were with Channel Islands forever, and forever. now you're actually riding Kelly Slater designs. Well, I'm riding for Firewire. Firewire. Oh, yeah. so it's, it's under that same. You ride Firewire. It yeah. gets a little confusing. It I does. Know. I get it's it. Like, so it's more, you ride for Firewire, and Kelly's in that Kelly, same umbrella. Yeah. So I have yeah. my own, I have my own surfboard yep. um, brand. Yeah. Yeah, because you shape, shape now. Yeah. I just checked out one of your boys just before. <laughs> yeah. Really nice. We'll have to get, get you one. <laughs> I'd love <secretly>. one. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, I've been shaping and designing and then yep. uh, working with Firewire. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mainly just all, ride, all, all on epoxy. epoxy. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. I've got one at home. They just go really good. I think they're good for older kids like us. Oh, okay. Because you get a bit more speed. We're still kids, but yeah, we're we just are. older kids. Mm. But it's... They're just a little, that little more, bit more buoyancy. And yeah. you know what? It, it took me some time to really commit to it and yeah. like make that transition. Like when you first go to epoxies, mm -hmm. you feel like, whoa, they're quirky and there's a little bit of the sound. And, but now I've kind of definitely adjusted and I'm totally cool with it. Like I, mm. I'm used to it. It took me six months to a year probably. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And I think just changing the way that you design boards and shape boards helps the boards work better. Yeah. Epoxy. Yeah, for sure. You know, you can't just take a normal PU and make that same board in epoxy and expect mm. it to act the same. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, have to sure. make some adjustments. Yeah. For sure. It's hard to jump back and forth. Yeah. It's really hard, hey? Yeah. It seems like it feels like you're cheating a little bit on an epoxy. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they definitely get up and go. They and, do. But and once it's finding a way to make them uh, act the way you want them to. Mm. That's where I think guys yeah. get a little bit thrown off. Yeah. But they work way better in fresh, fresh water, right? Because yeah. Kelly's is fresh water. The, it is fresh yeah, water. Yeah. I don't know how that, all that works. I was just you trying know, to get a secret there for, my, my, for our pool. <laughs> you just got it out of here. Yeah. Like, Put fresh water in. I need to talk to some scientists about that. You know, like, <laughs> but um, is it like buoyancy, salt yeah. versus fresh? Like what's... Yeah, you know? I remember competing. I you weren't on tour then. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, Allentown. Yeah. And, yep. and the wave was only this big, but yeah. we all had to ride epoxies. Right. Otherwise, we wouldn't have even been able to float. Really? Yeah. Because crazy, the, the wave wasn't big, but does that wave still exist? It mustn't. Let's no. go. <laughs> we'll bring it back. We're going to Pennsylvania. Just it up a bit. I can't believe you guys went to Allentown. I know. So cool. I was like, doing, I was so jealous. I was like doing yoga off of the free on the side of the freeway, <laughs> getting ready for my heat, watching trucks go by. Just going, this is super weird. Did Tommy Carroll win that? He did. He, he beat Derek Ho in the final. Oh. They're too lightweight, yeah. obviously. Yeah. 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 What do you think about the surfing that's going on these days? The surfing is insane. It's unbelievable, it's right? It's crazy, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I actually, there's a, I, I would love to see the clip of you from Beyond Blazing Boards. Mm. You did a frontside air. Yeah. It's in the opening section. That still, like, holds the test of time. You think so, but yeah. I landed straight out in the flats there. Dude, they I don't do know, that how, I don't know how you like you made it. It was like the craziest thing ever. But I'd love to like see people need to understand that you did that in like that was like 80s. Er, early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. Like and that right now you could still like show that and guys would be like, Whoa, that was pretty heavy. Like <laughs> I think you claimed it too, you came out. I did, I little, claimed like, it. Did but, something, yeah. But I don't because like, I'm not the air guy and I mean I I'd have to say that was kind of a fluke, but but I claimed it. And I'm like, yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, that was standard. <laughs> been work, I've been working on that one. <laughs> I had Santa Cruz, come, Santa Cruz guys coming up to me for years ago. That was the best. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry. That affected a lot of people, <laughs> man. Um, but with the stuff that's going on nowadays is crazy. Isn't it unbelievable? The height. And the, the height. I mean, it's radical. It's I can't, radical. It's hard to comprehend. Yeah. It, it is radical. I mean, I, you know, it's definitely gone to a whole nother level i mean well you know, the, I, the other thing too sorry to yeah now you, you got is the way that they're able to like connect maneuvers together mm. and it's not just the oh i'm gonna fly down the line and do one big air mm -hmm. they're like blowing the fins and then doing a big air reverse and then doing an alley-oop you know what i mean it's like these combos well they're almost in the air looking at the next section and they yeah. haven't even landed that air yet yeah. and they're clearing sections and then they're looking down the line even more. I trip out on like, you know, they're doing these airs and their feet are sliding up their board so far. They're landing with one foot half in the middle of their board and the other foot's on the nose, yet they still go straight into a bottom turn. And as they're bottom turning, they're shuffling their feet yeah, back and then going into an off the lip. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I landed like that, I would just You're like, stuck I'd lay down <laughs> and just, oh gosh, <laughs> I made it, I'm going in. You used you know. to do airs. Oh, Have you done a, any airs lately? No. No, no. I, I quit it's been a while. You quit. Retired. You retired from airs. Because <laughs> you used to connected. do good airs. Hey, way back I tried the when they first. You know, you and Kelly were pretty much the guys. I just could never it. get like the real good pop, like height. Yeah. You know, it was 
Taylor really started, he pushed us. and To do it. Yeah. We'd start getting in. It was more about getting rotations and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But I could never really get the height thing. I wasn't, it just oh, never made sense. Thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, some guys know, just have that ability to just like get that pop off the lip and get really high. Mm. Like. I've, got, I've never been able to rotate. No, I've never done it. <laughs> I don't, that does, no? No. <laughs> you can't teach just the straight air? No, just the straight air, that's it. The wheelie airs are cool. Yeah, they are. Out into the flats. I know you've been good friends with Kelly forever. Um, what, do you, do you, what about him? Do you think, you know, any inside information that he might do the tour next year? Because <laughs> everyone wants to know. I, know. I mean, this year he'll be going for the injury wildcard. Yeah. That's a good question. Is he going to go for it? Because, it's a good he, because he really, he made the announcement, right? That like, this is my last year, full year. He did tour. at the start of this year. And he kind of, but then. Everything's kind of. Kind of went south, shots, right? Yeah. And he got injured and then yep. he's been out. So it's like, I don't think he really wants to go out like that. I, I wouldn't. Right? Yeah, That's it, not it his wouldn't style. Se- it wouldn't seem right to It me. wouldn't sit well with him. I think yeah. he wants to like recover and come back and say, hey, like. I have one last strong year on tour. One have like a really good year and like make a really good push. Yeah. Because he's so competitive and he's so fit and he's yeah and he's just an incredible surfer, right? I mean, still can easily win another world title. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. heavy. It's heavy. At the, age, at the tender age of what? He's forty-five. 40. Wow, I think now he could he could go to his till he's fifty if he wanted to. When you first got on tour, mm. what, who was the oldest guy on tour? Wow, <laughs> when I when I got on tour, they were all retiring in their late twenties, right? Yeah, that's the same when I got on tour. Yeah. I think like Potts and mm. I remember Rob Bain, mm. they were like late 20s and we were out looking at them like, dude, hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I went till I was like 41 and now Kelly's, yeah. you know, I thought maybe, you know, he would, might finish younger than that, but no, no, that record went out the window. He smashed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as he does. He loves his He's smash a, records. records yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Like, yeah, that one's no. gone. That's, why, that's another one in my back pocket. Uh-huh. But he could go to his 50. I, I don't think he'll go to, to his 50, but I think his surfing could. I mean, with the events on tour and, um, you know, he's still doing airs and he's still, you know, doing that. And then we'll have to see, but... The, the it, bummer about it yeah. is that there was a master's tour that existed. It was. You, did you surf in any of those? I did, yeah. I went. It was kind of cool. It was like over forty or yep. over forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kelly just squashed that tour for us. Yeah, and because it can't exist anymore. Because he's still on the real tour. <laughs> he's still on the real tour. Maybe they'll like, do a master's. They're going to do a master's tour when he re- uh, retires, won't they? Maybe it'll it'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, because yeah, then cool. would you get would you go happen. in it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I would too. Let's go. Come on, Kelly. Let's maybe. go to Narlu. <laughs> now I just changed my mind. Now I want him to retire. See? <laughs> I just went. I flipped flop right there. I was like, I want to see him go to his fifty. Actually, yeah. no, I don't. No, we don't. I want a master's tour to come back. Yeah, we want to go to a <laughs> cool event. Oh, you know, I was thinking last night, Rob, like, too, I know the aerials and the surfing has gone through the roof, but you could hold your own on tour still. You're 42. I mean, think of Pipeline, Fiji, Tahiti. 44, 44 are you? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, but those events, you could still be winning events. You could, obviously, but... It takes, look, it takes a lot of dedication. You know. Yeah, I do. Um, it's, it's so intense. When, when, you, when you really step away from it and you look back at it, and you look how much determination and focus and, yeah, uh, I mean, just commitment, mm. like to everything, yeah, like your boards, your life, your, and especially if you, when you have a family, yeah, like that just, it really kind of weighs on yeah. the whole thing. I mean, would I love to do it? Like, maybe I don't know. Mm. It would be fun, right? In those three events, <laughs> yeah. Just give me right. that. Just a couple tube rides <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, 
I don't know, you know, like the level of surfing is so high. You'd have to train super hard. I mean, I'm old, man. It's like. Uh, You're happy. I'm good. Yeah, you're you know? good. <laughs> I did my time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love being competitive, and, and now I get to enjoy yeah. surfing. And that's not finishing anytime soon. I mean, you're no. still doing, you're still sponsored by Hurley, and you're still doing movies, and yeah. you're doing everything you want to be. You've got your family. Yeah. What's next for Rob Machado then? <laughs> just that. I know, just continue on, yeah. man. Making surfboards. I love yep. just creating boards and riding boards and, and going out and testing and, and going on trips with cool people. Can we go on a trip? We haven't been yes, on a trip since 95. Oh, really? Where did we go? We went to Narlu. Oh, we went to Narlu. What we am I talking about? We camped in yes. What am I talking about? That's a Billabong challenge and yeah. How that, good that was, was probably that? the last time we were that on That would have been trip. the last time we went on the surf trip. And that was a contest and a trip in the same kind of thing. It was more of a surf trip. It was more yeah. of a surf trip. We're yeah. way up there north. We're, we're camping. Yeah. Um, How was that crew? We there was two. We had two years up there, didn't you? I yeah. think you yeah, won yeah. one year and Kelly won the other one, did he? Or did they? The second year, we didn't finish. Oh, it, we I didn't think. get a finish. No, but no. I remember you won the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah. That was perfect, Nala. How crazy. good was that? That was wild. And we had Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy was I there. remember you playing table tennis with Johnny Boy. Oh, <laughs> it was so much fun. And Just, uh, uh, I thought, yeah, yeah. And you I love Johnny Boy. She loves Johnny Boy. I think you were like. I think I smashed one right past and went past his head. And he, it's in the movie. Yeah, he right. stares me down and he goes, I see you in the lineup, buddy. I was like, That's oh no, awesome. what did I just do? Oh, why do I do that? Why did I do that? <laughs> and Sonny? And Sonny wouldn't, didn't want to camp. He stayed in Carnarvon. And Son, Sonny would drive two hours every day to come to the event on that road that was so gnarly. And at the end, his car was just making all weird one wheels hanging off. Oh. and. And he just, oh, that was an epic, epic event. We spent, what, two weeks? Two weeks up there. Yeah. With Uncle Jack McCoy. Yeah. And George Simpson George. and the crew. And how all the kids. And we had the, the mess tent with you the ping did. pong table. And it was just living in the dirt. It was so, so good. good. Yeah. It was such a good event. They should do more of that. Right? That, that I was, mean, there was a contest in itself. I mean... We had yeah. Bugs. Remember, Bugs would get up on top of the van, and they wouldn't start the heat, and he'd be up there waving his... They'd wait for a set, and he'd wave his jacket. No, he would too. <laughs> it was just yeah. so good. It was so so roots. So roots. Um, what do you think about the tour? And, like, I think the tour and the locations at the moment are pretty much perfect, but in 2019, have you heard that they're going to change that? I did. Yeah. It's weird. The, I, I, don't, I don't know the full, um, pl- the full map out of it, but... Yeah. But I did hear that they, at the end, they're going to get on a boat and decide the world title up in the Mentawi, so it should probably be cool. That could be interesting. That could did, be interesting. Didn't one year they decide the title in Australia at Manly? They did, yeah. Right? Yep. yep. And did that only happen for one year? Did they yeah, and then they changed it. it they did, went yeah, back, right? it, it wasn't an enough climax. I mean, yeah. you've got a way up pipeline to Manly, and it just doesn't really... There's something about up. Hawaii yeah. that... You've got to finish there. It's pretty special, and... Finishing there has always been this like very intense. Mm. There's just a lot of intensity there. And you're at Pipeline. I mean, yeah. and it's the Coliseum of surfing. I understand what they're trying to do. You know, yeah. trying to make it more of a season and condense it. And, condense it. Yeah. Um, you know, starting at Pipe and and then I, I think the last event will be at Chopu. Okay. Well, that's, so that's, yeah, that's intense as yeah, well. That's intense. And then, like you said, uh, then it'll be taking like the top ten or eight yeah. guys and going to the Mentawai's and having to like the, it. the deciding surf off. That could be, be cool. Uh, you know, hey, it would be cool, look. but it'd be like you'd be on the boat going, "Well, are they all going to be on the same boat?" <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
with uh, the environment, I know you've worked a lot with um, Waves for Water. I have. And uh, you yeah. still doing much of that? Yeah, I have my own foundation as well. Oh, you do? What's yeah. that? It's the Ramachado Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, it's based out here in, in San Diego. And mm -hmm. we're mainly working with schools to supply um, drinking water. Okay. A so lot of schools water, yeah. um, have these old, decrepit drinking fountains. Mm -hmm. And what's going on is that, especially on a high school level, they have vending machines now and they're selling kids water. water. Wow. And I just think that is just so wrong. Mm. Here's these kids who are coming to school and it's like, they, should they be paying for two, water. two or three bucks for water? Mm. Like, come on. So we've been going into these high schools and, and installing these really nice uh, refill stations and inspiring the kids to, you know, bring their canteens and, you know, just refill. Yeah. And we've been doing it now kind of working down into the elementary schools and to the, all the way down. Wow. Teach them young. Get those yeah. kids because what I saw too in the in the young kids is they'll, they'll drink uh, soft drink. No, well they they bring the little plastic. Oh yeah, the single use plastic yeah. to school. It's it's easy for a parent to just throw them in the backpack yeah. and yeah. like there's your water for the day. Yeah, and, uh, and then that ends up in the ocean. And yeah, whatever. and that's yeah. that's bad news. And yeah, so um, John Rose and Ways for Water. Mm -hmm. so they've we've been staying connected and doing projects together. And I've I've, I've been to. Um, Nicaragua with John and mm -hmm. done a few different trips um, distributing water filters. We did a project where we put the uh, refill stations in one of the high schools and then we um, we had the kids sell water bottles at their school to you know wow. to inspire the people to use the, the mm -hmm. refill station and the money they raised we bought water filters and did a trip with John Rose. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, epic. So we took some of the kids Super from the cool. high school. Oh, you done the trip? Yeah. No way. And they went. They got to go to Nicaragua. We got to. We went to this little village in Nicaragua, and we taught them how to, you know, install the water filters and do the whole thing. And the kids got to be a part of the whole yeah, project. Epic. And that was, yeah. so some of them will probably do that when they grow up. Yeah. It was killer. They were epic. like blown away. They were. Because it was one of those places, you know, Nicaragua's, Colorado's. You go down, there's these beautiful houses on the beach and the waves are pumping all the time and all you have to do is drive 10, 15 minutes back the other way and you get a, a, a real view of what's going on. You have the, there's kids that are sick because they're drinking bad water and this little filter changes their lives. Crazy, hey? Right? And, wow. it's, and it, it, a lot of people never get to see that. Mm. So to take these kids, these high school kids, and, and expose them to something like that was, I think, pretty life-changing. Mm. So it's cool. Okay, Rob, you won 12 events. I what did? was you? You did. You did. You won 12 events while uh, on those during those 10 years on tour. Those, those were real events. They were real events. Like CT events. CT events back then. Wow. What was uh, your favourite win? I know what you're going to say. Yeah, it was the Pipe Masters. The Pipe Masters for yes. sure. For sure. Yeah. And your biggest rival on tour during those 10 years? Um. I think I know what you're yeah. going to say. Yeah. 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 You have to be Kelly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the year I won it was the same when it was an invitee contest, right? 84. 84, yeah. yeah. So it was a one day event. Oh, wow. And um, I was staying up at Sunset, and Randy Rarick came up. He was just lived close by, and he's like, the contest is on. Yeah. And I'm sitting at Sunset, and it was third reef, out of control, completely out of control. I'm like, you're kidding me. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. No. He's like, no, no. You go down the pipeline, and um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Even though it was like 15 feet, like yeah. even bigger, washing yeah. through. But yeah, in between yeah. that, there were sick ones. Right. Scary. So I went there and I was... Little, was it 85? Yeah, oh, I couldn't. It was 84, 85. 85. And then Joey I got Brown down there and there were so many people on the 
you couldn't even get down. There was like four deep, and then yeah. to squeeze through all these people. And I was with this guy Rod Kurzweil, and we got down, and there was like, there's no one out there. I'm like, what's he thinking? And everyone's looking at us, going, you're out there. Yeah, <laughs> here's your jersey. <laughs> well, no, I just went for the free surf, and everyone's like, go for it. Yeah, you're the test for go. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I haven't got a whole lot of choice. <laughs> Oh, I love but, it. Yeah, it oh, that's huge. scary. Yeah. That is scary stuff. Have you been back to Japan lately? Yeah. Oh, you have? I go almost every year. You do? Because yeah. they love you in Japan. I love they? Japan. Yeah, and you love Japan. Oh, because favorite. I remember back in the day when we used to compete there, you would pull as big a crowds as <laughs> Kelly Slater in Japan. It's... And they loved you. I mean, yeah. it's funny. We were, last night we were with Shane Dorian having dinner and, and we were talking about that. And he's like, you know what the funniest thing is? He's like, you put a hat a hat and a pair of sunglasses on Kelly Slater and he could be anyone. He put a hat and a pair of sunglasses on Rob Machado and he's, everyone still knows it's Rob. I can't hide there. You can't hide there, no. I love Japan. Wow. It's seriously like, I don't know, man. There's something about it, like the culture and the respect and, and uh, I don't know, just the fans are so, they're so fanatical, but they're so respectful mm. at the same time. And, and they give you your own space too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell this story, and it, and it was the, the, the year I won my first, I won my first contest there. Yeah. My first ASP win was there against yeah. Dave McCauley mm -hmm. in Tarami. Mm -hmm. And I remember they literally took a couple sticks like, that they found on the beach, and they just poked them in the sand, and they took a little bit of string. It was like dental floss, basically. <laughs> And they wrapped it around and they went down the next stick and that was like the walkway to the beach, right? <laughs> and, and so you'd go to like walk, get your jersey and you'd walk down this thing and, and like that's the barricade to keep it, the fans out, right? <laughs> that's all you need. And the fans would just, they, they'd like go right up to the little piece of string and they'd go, ah! <laughs> right? And they wouldn't touch it. And you'd just be like, how is that possible? Anywhere else in the world. Then They'd be think walking of, like, right over that. You think, they like, wouldn't even see it. Then you, then you flash to like Brazil. Wow. <laughs> I had a heat with Kelly in Brazil mm. this one time. And we came in and the guys came out, like all the security guys and, you know, they, their ears are all... <laughs> mm. And they locked elbows and made a circle around me and Kelly. Me and Kelly were like wedged together and they just started walking up the beach. And we walked over humans at to some get point. back to the contest. Like so. there was no, there's people sitting on the beach and they didn't know it was coming. And these guys just... I, at one point, I was stepping on people, like, wow, and just, they just kept going, and just all the way up to the, like, to get us to the scaffolding. Yeah, safely. Yeah. Completely opposite. Complete opposite. You Complete got, opposite, because yeah. they want to so, hug you, and yeah. grab you, and yeah. kiss you, and the other one. Uh -huh. the, the others are just like, they just step back, <laughs> and like, yeah, I know, it's just, there's different, yeah, different forms both, of both passion, really good, right? yeah, yeah, both like, really good. Yeah, they're just, yeah, it's special. Special. Yeah. So, Rob, um, you did a TV commercial for California Tourism that is, plays in Australia a lot. Does it? Yeah, and you go, <laughs> in California, we put our board shorts on one leg at a time. <laughs> Can you do that again for I us? I can't believe you saw that. Yeah, it's on, it's on our mainstream TV a lot. Really? It is, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you didn't think it would get that far? Or, no. Yeah, no. It must, I'm sure it plays all over the world. It's one of those things mm. that you're like, ah, oh, that'll probably just exist yeah. for a little bit no. and no one will really see it. Yeah, and you saw it. It's a big ad in Australia for California tourism. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Rob, it's been so good. It's an honor and a privilege for oh. me. Likewise. Thank you. It's epic. Kidding. And um, I don't know. I know, you, I know you're really good at golf. There's not a whole lot of surf around today. So you want to go hit, hit a couple shots? Let's go. Let's go. That's another Oddcast, guys.
What a beautiful night though. Not a breath of wind. <laughs> well, that's on the green. That's on the green. I was a little scared though. I thought it was going to go in the hole. If Ock gets in the car to go for like a one hour road trip, what are you listening to? The kids listen to a lot of music, that's what I'm listening to. Whatever they're listening Katie to. Katy Perry. <laughs> this Ock is on fire. <laughs> Down the hill. Nice touch. Yep. Good practice swing. Was it? <laughs> Beautiful swing. You're only as good as your last hole. <laughs> I'll try. You just want to land it right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. He said it. Stay. You're on. Is that good enough? Yeah, you're on. Birdie. I got a birdie in front of the auk. <laughs> it's life changing. Jellyfish.